0: Welcome, citizens. You're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers
1: always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome, citizens. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. It is September, and the quickest or longest year of all time keeps rolling on. How are you doing so far with your yearly goals? If you do partake in those, I do. Um, I know I'm behind, but that's okay. We can always uh, try our hardest to make sure we prioritize that for next year. But if you're working on any kind of project, let me know. I would love to know more about that. At New Amsterdam on Instagram, at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. Appreciate everything that you're working on. I appreciate you making time out of your schedule to put this show inside your podcasting diet. The show for creatives, the city for creatives, rolls on. And even though you can hear the sounds of my voice, you can actually see this episode by becoming a member of the Boisterous crew. That's what we call our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boys. In fact, if you are a member for three months, you get merch, either a sticker or a cool mug. Uh, make sure you join the crew at patreon.com slash boys. Talking about the sound of my voice, My guest this week is Noah Martin. And Noah Martin is the creative mind behind Retrospection Multimedia. It's an audio production, audio creation shingle. And being able to sit with Noah to talk about really what it takes to go into business for yourself for betting on yourself especially during those formative post-college years where the whole world is pulling you left to right to get a real job or do this or do that is something that i really appreciated seeing that entrepreneurial spirit you'll probably appreciate it too So retrospection multimedia with noah martin you let me know what you think by hitting me up when you have chance or time to. I'm also personally on that social media at Flobo Boys on Twitter uh, and Instagram. And of course at Flopito on Instagram. The at Flobo Boys on Instagram is private, but I'm letting you guys know you're you're in it with the in crowd. Make sure you uh add that as well. Well, enough of me rambling. Now's my chance for to show you or show everyone <laughs> my chat with Noah Martin. Welcome back to New Am Sam Raider, the podcast for creatives. It's I, the mayor, global voice in the mayor's office. And as always, I'm not alone. I'm being joined by someone who's a thinker and doer in the audio space. We're going to talk all about that. The founder and, quote, creative mind of retrospection multimedia. Give it up for No Martin. How's it going, sir?
0: You know, it's a great day. I'm glad to be here today.
1: Yeah, I mean, how's it feeling to be the, a, a co-founder? I mean, is it, does it still uh, make a, does it a certain feel to it, or is it all just work and get your hands dirty all the time?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, right now it's all just work. It uh, it started kind of by accident. You know, in 2018, I was a senior in high school, and I made a radio theater podcast and kind of went from there. Um, over the course of the rest of high school and college, I just kind of kept doing what I was doing, looking for a degree that ended up having – something to do with uh audio video space and then before i graduated college i got my first two clients and then started editing podcasts and video professionally and kept going from there kept networking and accidentally started my own business
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what the best things in life are ones who fall into but uh when i was going to college because i'm an old man they were telling me radio and audio was dying back then uh, I, I bet there were some naysayers being like, "No, are you sure you wouldn't go in the audio space?
0: Yeah. Um, Especially in Columbus area, there's a huge, huge commercial industry that is growing, and I didn't want to go into commercials. I, I didn't want to do news. I, Everyone, every mentor I ever had through college and through my internships had all done news first. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we just started at Channel 7 and went from there. And I'm like, I hate journalism. You know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I I, my degree was, uh, journalism and media communications with a minor in audio production, which is a lot of words to basically say journalism, video, audio, (laughs) and I, I, uh, I didn't really care very much for it, but everyone else had done it. I'm like, is Mm -hmm. there any way for me to do this without jumping into journalism? And, uh, yeah, there was,
1: (laughs) I got to say, man, I, I'm just enamored by your voice, man. Is that, that is like training or is that just the way you just have that resonance, like built in standard equipment?
0: <laughs> I You know, it was just, it was just born that way. It, it was Ooh. one of those things where, God, I want to say like seventh or eighth grade is uh voice drop. Everyone started making fun of me. And then they're like, Oh, we can't make fun of you anymore because you're saying good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I eventually did have training, but I pretty much sounded like this my entire life this really low bassiness to it. And, you know, that's why I did a radio show in college because I've got a voice for radio, don't have the face mm-hmm. for it. So, <laughs>
1: I think you do. Uh, let's talk more about retrospection multimedia. Everyone says they're a CEO, everyone says I'm a boss, but it does take a whole other set of skills to do that boss kind of work. What's that like for you? You're seemingly a one-man show Is you're a small team? What's that like?
0: Yeah, so right now I'm a one-man show. Um, I've <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time creating podcasts. Um, so I spent my time researching the industry, learning as much as I could, um, doing video editing. I've been I started with uh, Pinnacle Studio twelve and mm-hmm. then went off to like we video in high school, which is a online service that I use to help other students edit their videos and eventually went off to the Adobe suite. Um, and I just kept learning all of my tools as much as I could. I learned as much video as I could. I learned animation. I learned audio. I learned what sounds good, what doesn't sound good and went off into voiceover, learned a whole bunch of stuff as I could about voiceover, basically broaden my horizons as much as possible. And from there, I proceeded to go, all right, I love this. I, I love audio. I love creating Foley effects. I love sitting down and talking with other people. I love doing everything related to podcasts. What can I do to make this my life?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and from there, I kept the work that I do. Um, I use a app called Clockify, which is free. It's really awesome. Um, I don't get paid to say that, but it's just... Mm-hmm a really good thing for small business. Um, and I track all of my hours. So I track my hours for clients, but I also put myself in there as a client and then track the amount of time that I spend a week. Uh, and I hit somewhere between 60 to 80 hours a week doing you know, stuff that uh, is for myself and for my business. So that's... Website design, sometimes that's just practicing fully effects or creating sounds, music, writing. I do a lot of writing, Uh, spent six hours yesterday writing. Um, And so that also includes social media, reaching out to people, which is how I met you. Um, All of everything (laughs) I can do, um, I put into that time. And so generally my work schedule is like from whenever i wake up eight or nine a.m to about seven or eight p.m um with some exercising generally like a you know 30 minutes or 40 minutes of watching tv in the middle i kind of get up and move about whenever i like but it's long days but i love what i do so much that it isn't really feeling like working right now it's more like oh all right, well, I can sit down for a couple hours and write instead of I have to sit down for a few hours and write because if I don't do this, I'll be behind.
1: Right. <laughs> a bit of a sidebar question uh, or a comment. So I went to film school here out here uh, in L.A. Uh, or Orange County with the Chapman University. And Foley, it's the whole making the sound effects for, mm-hmm. in this case, films. But our Foley studio was like cute. It was like this giant back. There was a wood floor. There was old panels. What does Foley look like in audio from from a solo op? Or is it a room you have? Is it a garage? Is it a, a shoebox? <laughs> like How does that work?
0: Yeah. So a lot of the times it has to deal with um, the stuff that you have to be able to create the sound effects and also the room and the treatment that you do it in. So okay. I do it in this room. Um, but if you see, well, oh, it's mirrored <laughs> this. Yes, uh, that over there with the green screen has a whole bunch of sound treatment. And so it's like this mini, mini, mini studio where I take my stuff. I sit down and we'll create um, stuff from there. Also, I do a lot of in the field sound, and Mm -hmm. so I have sound recorders where I will go out and if there is a natural sound that I want, like I want to hear the sound of a spring day with wind and birds chirping, I'll go to a park because Westerville um, consistently, uh, every time they go out for a national award for parks, they end up (laughs) up getting it, which is every like five years and so it's it's kind of weird but it's like the amount of money this city spends on parks is a lot and so there's a lot of bike trails and parks all around which is full of sound especially natural sounds um there's streams there's i've got a giant uh reservoir close to me which if i take pictures and angle them the right way can look like an ocean Um, And so I have a lot of these really good natural resources or natural sounds around me, which I generally use in most of my stuff. And then some stuff I have to, you know, make myself um, in the studio. But
1: so this is a full time operation. You're not just doing it in a day job where you are balancing a day job. Uh,
0: I am a full time operation. Yeah. Where you know, it was like it was as simple as I had an unpaid internship this final semester of college. And I was spending so much time there. I was learning as much as I could. Like it was a very it was a small business, had about eight employees, super chill. And what I would do is I would walk up to someone at the beginning of the day and say, Hey, can I sit with you today and learn everything you can teach me? I want to learn your life. I want to learn what you can tell me about, you know, the about the job, about what you do. And so I learned as much as I could. Um, And by the time that I was graduating college and leaving that internship, um, they all uh, took me out to drinks um, because I'm 22 and I can drink. Um, (laughs) So they took me out to drinks and we all sat down and we were just telling life stories and having a good time. And it kind of gave me this idea of, I'm going to make a LinkedIn post. And so I wrote this long linkedin post uh, a couple paragraphs and i tagged them all in it and basically um, i used you know until i ran out of space and linkedin said you can't use any more space and i tagged all of them and basically just said the some of the amazing things i had learned from them and how grateful i was to have even had the opportunity to come to like this small business is a multi million dollar company which focuses on commercials and audio and so you know eight people working there making bank <laughs> trying to uh do their jobs yeah. and so after that linkedin post went out they started liking it and sharing it and since they're professionals in the industry i started making connections and started having phone calls with these people that had read my post and said hey noah you sound kind of interesting i'd like to talk with you um, and we kept going from there. And also my dad is super supportive of what I do. Um, he works for, you know, he w- works in the healthcare industry as a uh, sales trainer. And mm-hmm. so, well, actually he's a leader of a team now. So it's like a product leader or something like that. Sure, sure. Um, and so he's basically a manager. And so he used to work with a few people, um who happened to know somebody else and that person really needed help with editing their podcast and so i got connected with them um and they ran their own podcast business so i still work for them and started off as one and then two and then three and then four five six and they kept handing me more and more podcasts and from there they had lost some clients or some clients had approached them that they had to turn down and then they pushed them off to me. And so I got clients that way. And then I had a professor at my university who needed help and had tried to convince students over the past couple of years with, you know, extra credit and various other things to help her edit her podcast. And eventually she went, you know what? I need a professional. There's a student that just graduated. He's good. He knows exactly what he's talking about. We're going to hire him. Yeah. Sat down, had coffee and, from there it's just been kind of accidents you know networking
1: yeah, yeah you know what i'm not i gotta say that is the best thing for it having those organic connect- connections and making it work but i ask yeah. this to a lot of people uh who are starting out in the entrepreneurial space that must be nerve-wracking when someone's like can <laughs> you do this or how much do you charge or how long would it take questions where there's Absolutely. no precedent like, how does that work for you how did you navigate through those waters
0: so I am, a you know, founder and creative mind. Creative mind is the emphasis there. Um, everything I do is very creative and I really focus on storytelling. And so one of the issues I've run into over the past years is imposter syndrome, where I will write stuff down and I will tell a story and go, this is amazing. And then a week later, I'll look at it, get back at it and go, this is awful. Why did you think of this? You're a terrible person. and like. Bring yourself down. Um, And really, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today if I hadn't taken a step back that final semester of college and went to therapy, focused on my mental health and said, I want to start my own business. I want to do all these things. I need to learn how to love myself and talk with myself and understand what I'm feeling so that way I can keep moving forward and so after therapy and being able to chat about mental health um i started you know looking at prices and looking at other things and asking my mentors over the past couple months um and years at this point too what what can i do like what are normal prices um since i'm a starting out person sure all of these questions and especially with inflation hitting like should i adjust for inflation should i do all these different things And so i would ask them these questions Um, i would get some advice here and there i piled all their stuff together sat down made a chart of prices where it's like okay this is how much i would generally charge if this person is a hobbyist versus a corporate person this is how much i would charge for this and that um and at first it still kind of had that imposter syndrome of like can i really charge this amount for someone like this is so much money. And then I'm like, well, you know, a lot of this goes to taxes and a lot of this ends up being put into my um, savings and also mm-hmm. into my retirement fund and all these other things. And so I'm not actually making as much as I am. Instead I'm making less than that because I have to pay for my future forward. Sure. And so after doing that, it started evening out for me and making a lot more sense in my mind of, okay, I can't afford to charge these prices because, you know, I I have to pay for my future. I have to make sure that I can live because if I can't live, then, well, I can't do this and I really want to do this. Um, So it was just sitting down with myself and going, "Okay, you understand that you are worth it. You can charge this. People are okay with paying this because you know what you're doing and you are worth it.
1: Retrospection multimedia. And so someone might be listening to this right now and going, oh, I got a podcast. I, I need a magic <laughs> touch. I need some little sweetening action. How do they go by contacting you for that? Because it feels like it feels like you're you are are constantly being approached by projects. Yeah.
0: I, I wouldn't say constantly, but it's more of a it's more of a networking thing. You know, I've oh. never had the opportunity to have someone who went through my website to just come and find me. Um but it's because I've known other people where I've been put in contact with them. Um, but for contacting me, um, super easy to go to retrospective and you'll find both my podcasts on there and also, um, the different things I can do for you. Um, I've gone off, I've shot weddings, I've done live events, I've done photography and graduation photos, and I've done audio podcasting, um, all of that stuff. Uh, So you can easily contact me there, or you can send an email to nmartin at retrospectionmultimedia.com, which is a super long email, you know, (laughs) I completely understand that. But you won't forget Um, it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And from there, you know, I've got all my social media handles, just a quick search of Retrospection Multimedia you can easily find.
1: Yeah. And it says that you actually are going to give new clients a bit of a taste of what you can do, right? Yes. Yeah
0: yeah so my goal right now is since i'm onboarding clients and i'm new to this um or at least new to the professional side of it um i really you know the phrase i always say is i want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. and so my goal here is if you approach me and you say hey i'm a hobbyist i'm just kind of doing this because i want to or hey i'm a professional i've got a company and I wanna be able to make a podcast so I can send it to future clients when they ask me questions about XYZ. Um, You know, I am offering this deal where I will sit down, make your website, um, and then I will edit the first three episodes for a much lower price. Um, And if you're completely satisfied with the work, then we'll keep going from there. Um, I know how to animate, know how to do social media graphics, all that stuff. And so, audiograms all that is all included in the bill and if you want to make radio dramas or audio fiction or anything like that. I mean, I've had four or five years experience now with creating fully effects my own audio dramas that more than happy to sit down and help people make audio dramas.
1: I gotta say, just the fact you do audiograms is worth the price of admission because they're so fun, but so labor intensive. Uh, <laughs> but as this episode's released, the first week of September, you have your own podcast, uh, season five. Guns uh, is going to be released today. It seems. Tell me more about that.
0: Yeah. So first of September, uh, Retrospection Radio Theater season five. So I'm every season I do an anthological arc. Um, the first three seasons were just classic old-time radio. This idea of retrospection, which is looking at the past fondly, um, is a huge part of my brand. And so old-time radio, this really classic feeling. And then for season four, I created a town, um, a little city. And it follows a horror and drama plot, um, which is basically just tracing through a... Um, true crime, you know, kind of making fun of a true crime podcast. But yeah, uh, but for season five, I went more into audio fiction. And so it focuses on depression and burnout of these kind of boring characters who aren't necessarily that interesting. But then things start happening to them and they find that, you know, sometimes being interesting isn't all that it's made up to. That. Um, it makes it's got a strong theme of dealing with burnout, um, with dealing with you know the same thing in and out every day in your life. But it also has some horror elements in there about which helps them discover themselves and discover who they you know would eventually become.
1: Okay. All right. So not only are you building your business, you're onboarding clients, you are doing your own podcast. We talked about the hours you clockify, but how do you find the time? I think you're manufacturing time and space throughout a week to get everything done.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, so basically what I end up doing is I, all work. F- I work for my apartment here. Um, and I've got, you know, my bed next to me, I've got this room around me, I've got the studio in here. Um, and what I end up Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> brothers uh, <in> arms.
0: <laughs> Exactly. It's like, you know, sometimes it's not the best on mental health to work where you sleep, which is why I have the rest of the apartment in here with my roommate, and can just go work somewhere else if I need to. Um, but basically what I end up doing is just sitting down and um, Sitting down kind of taking my eyes off the clock and then eating or doing whatever I need to to make my body feel fine So that way I can sit down and work as much as possible Um, and then eventually when I start to feel myself drag a little bit which is where I'll get up and I'll you know go for a run do yoga eat lunch whatever time of day it is. Um, And then I'll sit back down and go, okay, well, you know, that was a nice little break. I feel a little bit more rested. The thing is when I'm doing those extra activities throughout the day, I'm generally thinking about something. So if I just spent the morning writing, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm thinking about now how I can craft some of the writing that I did into, you know, an audio drama into, or how I can do the audio around it, what kind of music is going through my head to be able to orchestrate the story. And so even when I'm taking a break, my mind is just constantly thinking about work, um, which, you know, is... Sometimes it can be a lot, um, but it's also... Easy to kind of turn my brain off if I want to go sit down and watch a movie. Or if I'm just not feeling it today, I can just walk away and, you know. Go for a nice long walk or bike ride or go out to the park. Or...
1: Yeah, that's what you want the benefits of being self employed. It's like, you know what? I'm going to give myself 90 minutes of lunch today. I've
0: exactly.
1: Heard <laughs> uh, props for trying yoga. I did it once and I was like, I am not built for this. <laughs> I don't I know why I thought it would be easy. What? <laughs> what? All that thinking and stretching? Oh, goodness.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't.
1: Shout out to those <laughs> who do it. I respect those who do it. Uh, mind, body, and soul. Uh, back half 2022. <laughs> either we're post pandemic or kind of in it still i'm not really sure where you land on this but what do you want to do for you and your business moving forward
0: yeah so the main point of my business is storytelling and so going forward what i want to do is be able to keep telling my own stories um but also help other people tell theirs and so my goal is to either onboard a couple podcasts help people tell stories that way weddings or live events basically everything that i offer and do now my goal is to just you know help people tell those stories um i also have a huge focus on mental health and just positivity and so the goal is also for these creators because sometimes you experience burnout sometimes it's Low self esteem. Sometimes it's hard to have an interview at seven a.m. Um, <laughs> well, who
1: <are> you're telling?
0: <laughs> and it can take a toll on you. And so, yeah. my goal as you know, a podcast producer is also to because I'm not a mental health professional or anything, but also just to sit down and check in with you, make sure you're doing all right, make sure you're still in the mood to keep going forward, um, and just also provide a professional friendship or professional relationship there where you feel that you're valued
1: yeah no martin retrospection what i mean there one more question before i get you out of here the most serious question all all episode what is your favorite junk food go
0: we're deep in thought (laughs) well it's like all right so i spent most of my life eating out like that a huge part and so i have a lot of junk food that i really do enjoy but at the end of the day you know i don't know if this constitutes a junk food or not but at the end of the day my favorite food of all time is cheese ravioli
1: oh that's not that's not
0: too good or <laughs> so it's the right it, middle. Exactly. Yeah. it's right in the middle yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah but long long night okay i'll put this your, your road trip snack Right, you gotta get you go on a road trip, you gotta go to the 7 Eleven or the Wawa or Sheets or what do you guys have in Ohio? I'm not sure what that is.
0: We have Sheets now, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> they just came in the past couple of months. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have a very strange addiction to blue ices, blue raspberry ices, and so every time I stop, I just gotta get an icy.
1: That uh, is an <laughs> elevated palate, that is not strange at all. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love
1: it. Uh, <laughs> no, Martin, so glad to sit in chat with you and you am Sam the podcast for creators. You mentioned it before. But if someone wanted to connect with you on a social media level or just hook you up, try to see if they can you know, listen to your podcast or even even book you, uh, how they go about doing that?
0: Sure. Um, so RetrospectionMultimedia.com is the website. Best way to reach me would be N. Martin, as in Noah Martin, at RetrospectionMultimedia.com. And then the other social media that I use primarily is uh, at Retro M Media um, because RMM was taken. (laughs) Fair enough. And so, best ways to reach me, right there.
1: This is why New Amsterdam has a K in it. I totally get it. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, thanks so much for being on the show. I want you back in a future episode because I know we're at the ground floor of greatness.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I would love it.